previously on the lineage of Moonreach. So me and Willem, we woke up and felt terrible. And then I saw my little fairy friends and then they immediately went away and we fell asleep. And then we woke up again in the blood forest. And turns out we were like, yeah, right by Shade Holmes. Super weird. Um, apparently it was taken over by the Inquisition. So they apparently had my family... Which is a lot to unpack. Ran into Lumpso, talked about potatoes, and I think Willem's going to join the Inquisition. (laughs) 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 And I really wonder where everyone else is. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're the jazziest D20 syndicate podcast ever. <laughs> and I just want to break it down a little bit for you guys. <laughs> a weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas. I play Tomai. I'm Elijah, and I play Herstag. Oh my. Tomai. Elijah, play her stag. Elijah, play her stag. Playing her stag. I'm Lindsay and I play Pinwin. And I'm the What are you fucking with? I think it's getting more and more animated each time. Uh, yeah, because now you you're, it's like you're standing out of the spotlight, and then the spotlight, <laughs> like Michael Jackson posing, yeah. that's the, <laughs> and then the light shines on. That's right, guys. I'm we play giving the people what they want. <laughs> we exactly. play Dungeons and Dragons, and we I don't know derail. Anyway, um, yeah. So for today's episode, um, we're still split up. Everybody is you know kind of in their own little pocket of Veldlin. So uh, they've been trying to figure out what's what exactly is going on. We'll do a uh, we'll do a round the campfire question real quick. And uh, that question is what element of the classic four elements do you most associate with your character? That's earth, fire, wind and water. So take a moment to think about it. And you look like you're ready. Gorble. I was just bobbing my head. <laughs> um, I would be, I think I would be wind. And why? Because I can change directions really quickly. Um, I feel like like I'd be a wind sign, an air sign. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Tomar. I'm going to go out on a limb here. <laughs> Uh, water. Fire, probably. Fire, and why? Obvious reasons. Forge. Uh, but what about your personality? Is 
He is fiery as fuck. Yep. Quick to temper. Definitely uh, fire. <laughs> I have flaming looking hair. And, yeah, there's just fire everywhere. <laughs> Covered in fire. Wreathed in flame. Uh, Willem. Uh, definitely water. Water? Because uh, I'm scared of it. Scared of it. And But as far as personality goes, Willem likes to kind of go with the flow for a lot, for the most part, anyway. Um, and I think mostly because he, like, if he is standing still for too long or sitting still for too long, he doesn't want to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. He, he likes that to... gets mosquitoes in it. He likes to be on, <laughs> likes to be on the move. Yeah, very nice. Also heartlessly murders people like sailors <laughs> with unflinching emotion. He's just a force of nature. It's your fault if you die. He's a perfect storm. <laughs> Pinwin. Well, um, hmm. I think I'm going to go with air as well because I, um, I'm in it a lot currently. <laughs> currently I am in the air in a tree. And, um, yeah, like, cause you know, I'm, I'm always like jumping around and doing flips and stuff, and um, <laughs> yeah, the whole the going wherever the wind blows you thing, kind of, kind of me yeah. as well. Very impulsive. Yep. Very nice. Oh. Well, that's all I got. Herstag. Um, I can. I'm pretty much a master of all elements, <laughs> to be honest. But I think the one that I I just feel the most connected with is Earth. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think Stone. that says about you? I don't know. I just really like to stone shape things. <laughs> and um, Also, you're always even. Mm, even keel. I don't know. I just feel like I have an affinity for it. I mean, Earth can be... <clears throat> shaped into many things. I take on many shapes. Maybe that's, that's true. something. I'm pretty solid. Yeah. Got a good, good hearty, hearty uh, frame. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm low to the earth. <laughs> yeah, it makes Very sense. Very low center of gravity. Yeah. I would like to say that if this were instead a Captain Planet scenario where there, there were the five elements, the pinwin would be heart instead of wind. Mm. And then we we would cover all of our bases and we'd totally be, be ready to save the planet from pollution. Um. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Earth. Fire. Wind. Water. Lawsuit. All right, so let's get... Uh, let's do it, Captain Planet. Let's let's do it. With our powers combined, we form cease and desist order. All right, so where we left off, everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Herstag and Gorbel, you were in Deep Minster. Pinwin and Willem, you were in Shadeholm. And Tomar, you and Zyko were just outside of Sheep's Hair. Sorry, Sheep Hair. And uh, it seems to be his home village. And we'll we'll start with you as um, as we begin. Uh, the entire village seems to be rushing towards you excitedly, um, very very happy to see Zyko. All right, I back up a little bit and give him some room. You watch as just like the entire cluster of people like surround him. It's all humans for the most part, and they just like grab him and hug him, and they're like cheering and stuff. And he's a he's a head taller than most of them. Um, and they're just kind of like, yay, 
hey, Psycho, 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 Psycho's home. Psycho's home. Like, there's a few adults there. There's some kids. Um, you can see there's a lot of kids that actually look very similar to Psycho. They're kind of gangly. <laughs> they, uh, they have, like, his color hair, kind of like the um, kind of, like, tawny, orangish color, like, wispy uh, curls. And uh, you can, you'd think they're probably related to him. Um, they look similar in age to him as well. <clears throat> but you uh, see that there are some elders walking around uh, and, like, slapping him on the back. No one really even <laughs> seems to pay much attention to you. They all they have all eyes for Zyko. I'm like that awkward new boyfriend that's going to the family <laughs> yeah, reunion exactly. for the first time. <laughs> With the, Just the, here for the buffet. <laughs> <clears throat> and then Zyko, everybody's kind of cheering for him, hugging him, stuff like that. And he eventually <clears throat> kind of turns. He goes, hi, everybody. And they're like, hey, Zyko. <laughs> and he turns. He goes, this is my friend Toma. And all eyes immediately look at you, Tomar, and there's a silence, and then they all rush you, and you're just covered in, like, hugs and, like, cheers and slaps on the back, and everybody seems really happy that you're there. (laughs) I kind of let the embrace happen. (laughs) It's been a while since I've... Yeah, that sort of thing happened to me. There's a lot of chattering excitedly, and everybody's like, come on, come on, let's go! Uh, One in in particular, a young uh, boy, he looks maybe, like, six... Um, he, he grabs your hand to Tomar and he's like, let's go, let's go after you young man. (laughs) And he like pulls you along and the train of people goes down into the village and you can see, or I guess, give me a perception check. I did say 24, 24. Uh, you can see outside of the village near the, near the woods, um, you can see that there is a looks to be like a little cemetery uh, built up, and there's one large there's one large uh, mound that has a statue on it. Um, you can't really tell what is what the statue is from this distance because it's quite a ways away. But you do see a massive statue over there um, as they lead you kind of into the village, and you're led into the center area, and everybody's like cheering, and uh, Zyko is like Toma, uh, let me uh, introduce you to to my family. Um, and he points to the, like the specific, um, people who look very similar to him. And he goes, these are my siblings. We've got Heglin, Dot, Gersh, Tazlin, Rashta, Teely, and that one holding your hand, that's Nod. And Nod looks up at you. Hi. Hi, little guy. And everybody's like, kind of, they are very excited, obviously, and they just, I've abandoned. You see, like, like a cart is just like abandoned. Uh, like tools have been dropped on the ground. Everybody is so excited to see Zyko, and they're like gathered around and like, tell us, tell us about your journey, Zyko. Tell us about your journey. He's like, in in good time. I'll tell you all. Um, but let's uh, let's let's sit down. We've had a, a very uh, very harrowing adventure. Uh, but uh, we we're very hungry. So if someone wants to get us some food, that would be fantastic. And they. Everyone, like, goes off running, looking for food and stuff, and Psycho turns back to you. Um, it's a bit uh, excitable here, as you can tell. Um, I've been gone a little while, so. So you, you're almost like a leader here now. Um, well, I mean, I mean, um, I left to go be an adventurer. Well, they seem to admire you quite a bit. Uh, I, I guess so, yes. 
I, I mean, I'm the oldest of, of uh, eight, so. Standing on the hill, uh, looking at the surroundings, like, um, what's the geography like? Like, how high up are we? Um, you, you're kind of up in the hills. You can tell that if you were to go off a ways, um, you would probably descend a little bit. Um, it seems like, like almost like highlands in a sense. Uh, but there's just pretty much rolling hills and fields as far as you can see up until the, the woods. But you're pretty sure you're like based on like the floor that you do see, like the trees of the woods, they're conifers. So you're pretty sure you're in the like northeast. And you would know, I guess he explained that um, it's a village near Applewood. And you know that Applewood is like pretty close to the Blue Valley. South of it, right? Yeah. Southwest of it a bit. Out of curiosity, I'm going to unclasp my horn mm-hmm. um, and just blow it real quick. It. Kind of goes off a long ways. I'm assuming the goat doesn't come. The goat does not come. I hold the the horn and I'm just kind of scoop a little bit of ground out of the way and just tuck it in there and cover it up. Oh, um, uh, we should uh, we should go see uh, my grandfather. He's the village elder. Uh, sure. Maybe um, maybe he can um give us some pointers or something. Pointers about what? I don't know. After you. All right, all right. And he, he leads the way. You can see people are scrambling around. Now you can see that people are grabbing, like, tables and stuff like that. And it looks like they're setting up a big, long table in the middle of the village. <laughs> um, and he leads you uh, to this big, long building and knocks on the door real, real quick and then pushes it open. And you see it's a large, like, a single room, but it's a huge room. And in the back is a bed, a big bed, and uh, you see a form kind of sit up and look blearily over at you guys, and it is a huge man. He's old, he's got a big, like, gray-white beard, kind of longish gray-white hair. He's a very muscular, and you could tell if he was standing, he'd be a very tall man. Um, But he seems, he's definitely very, very old, and he looks up and he kind of blinks, Zyko, is that you? He said, yep, it's me, Grandpa. I'm back. And he looks at you, Tomar. Uh, who's your friend? Oh, I'll introduce myself. <laughs> I, my name is Tomar Ironfist. I met your grandson uh, a couple of years ago. We were out adventuring and stumbled upon him and he's proven himself a very worthy companion in our dangers he he nods oh, so you've become quite the adventurer Zyko and he nods yep so uh where have you two just come from uh it's a long story do you know anything about the history of the dwarves oh, I'd say a bit well, I won't I won't bother you with all the details, but we've come a long way from the home of the dwarves 
And we seem to have been magically teleported here via some planar magic. Um, we're both, I'm assuming, suffering from plane sickness right now. We just need a little bit of time to rest and recuperate. Well, you'll definitely have that here. Uh, everyone will make sure that uh, you're well taken care of. Have you seen anyone else since before we got here? Like, uh, he half-orc, about yay high, you, another dwarf, halfling. You're the first. That's what I figured. Okay. Well, uh, feel free to eat all the food you want. Uh, this, I think I hear them setting up out there. Um, I'll be by in a bit, but uh, just... Do your thing for now, Zyko. It's, I'd like to speak to you for a moment, if I could. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay. Where should I go in Tillman? Um, wherever. Just have fun. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you leave. And you are kind of left to your own devices here in this village. What would you like to do? You see people scrambling around to set up what appears to be a large feast and uh they're setting up those tables they're hanging banners is there a campfire uh there's not a campfire that you see i am gonna grab the nearest tawny haired gentleman okay uh is there a place where you like to set up campfires or anything like that's more that has more solitude um uh campfire what? Campfire? Have you guys been camping before? With fire? <laughs> uh, not, not much. Um, is it kitchen? Is there somewhere safe outdoors where I could set up a campfire? You do want to stay in the village? Oh, I mean, relatively close. I mean, I'm not going to leave the village, but... He, he kind of looks around. You, you got your pick, really. You do... Uh, any scratch of field that you find, you can definitely take as yours. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to impose upon oh, your land. No, imposing any friend of psychos is a friend of ours. Thank you, lad. And then I, <laughs> I find a kind of a relatively unbothered place. Okay, kind of away from some buildings, and I yeah, the probably the place w wouldn't have much sheep or anything like that, or like people walking around is probably pretty close to that cemetery. So, okay, so I will sit down at the fire. I'm mm -hmm. assuming I can make a campfire. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I will set my hammer down in front of it, like uh, blunt part down, mm -hmm. and then sit cross-legged down in front of it, and try a little bit of praying. Okay. And how do I feel now, like, given everything that has happened? So you feel as if, like, kind of a, a piece of you that was gone is now back. That's, like, the number one feeling you have. You feel weakened from your very quick ejection, but um, you feel... Your, your ejaculation. <laughs> feel ejaculation from why, Craig? Um, but uh, you feel, yeah, like... At, you know, kind of at peace, kind of back to normal, if you will. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, let the world around me kind of fall away mm -hmm. and concentrate. 
and I'm going to try and do my channel divinity. Okay. Uh, and everyone else would be familiar with this site. Uh, Tomar kind of <laughs> his mouth kind of drops open a little bit, and his eyes like roll back mm-hmm. into his head a little bit. Uh, am I able to do a channel divinity? You are currently not. Okay. So what happens when I reach out like that? When you reach out, you kind of find as if you're almost as if your like body hurts, as if there's a section of you that's unable to be activated. Like you're missing. You're, you've got your your pieces back, but they're a little jumbled. Out of curiosity, I'm going to try and use divine intervention. It probably won't work, but uh, as an action, I can request my deity's aid. Mm-hmm. Um, I describe the assist- assistance I seek and roll a percentile dice. If I roll a number equal to or lower than my cleric level, my deity intervenes. Uh, you choose the nature of the intervention. The effect of any cleric spell or cleric din- domain spell would be appropriate. If they intervene, I can't use this feature again for seven days. Otherwise, I can use it again after I finish a long rest. Okay. So I'm going to try and reach out to Workrag and see if I could get a sense of where my friends are and knowledge of the path ahead, mm-hmm. basically. Okay. Give me a percentile dice roll. Do you have a D100? Or you can do two te- sure D10s. Do. I'd rather roll <laughs> that. Make use of this. It's fun. Where the hell is it? Here. Blessings uh, of the Forge. <laughs> this thing basically rolls until it rests on something. What's oh, it at? Oh, man. Whatever you rolled over there is probably better. Five. That's perfect. That's perfect, yeah. Oh. Less than my cleric level. Oh. Yeah. If it was over 19, which is way more likely, mm-hmm. then wow. it wouldn't have worked. Sick. Blessings of the (laughs) (laughs) So you reach out and you don't hear anything, but slowly some images start flitting into your head. (laughs) 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 You see you see tall trees. Very tall trees with like houses built a, built into them. Did you think I say trees are green? <laughs> I did. No, I just thought like his face just going like from like placid to just. He <laughs> <laughs> had a stroke. Um, yeah, you see trees. Uh, you can see it. Kind of zooms in. You see soldiers. Looks to be dressed in black and purple raiments. Um, you can see a, like a just a very quick scene of Pinwin hitting something and flying up into the trees on a rope and you see Willem interacting with some of these soldiers then your image or the images shift and you see Herstag and Gorble standing outside of a door that's yellow you kind of remember this door and you see them push the door open and as it zooms out you can kind of see the city of Deepminster Um, and then your, your vision shifts a little bit and you can see what appears to be Smoochie and Shadow walking in an underground cavern <sighs> and right behind them you see something trailing along that's large and metallic and then <laughs> your vision ends. Hmm. Hmm. 
and I sit back with relief that they're okay, and then I kind of rest for a while. Okay. Um, after a little bit, uh, Zyko approaches you. He kind of nudges you. Hey. Hey, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody's getting ready for the, for food. Uh, you want something to eat? Yeah, sure. That would be great. Nice. You, you feeling you feeling any better yet? Um, yeah, I talked to my grandpa a bit, and uh, he uh, he said some interesting stuff. But um, we can talk about that later. Um, let's let's go eat. Okay, I just want to tell you real quick that I was able to see our friends. <gasps> what did what did you see? Are they alive? They are. I think they're. I think they're exactly where they need to be. Hmm. And I think we're exactly where we need to be. What does that mean? I think our paths will converge when the time is right and that we are meant to be where we are. Hmm. We just kind of need to trust in faith and rely on the path that's before us. That's, um, I mean, should you talk like that in a while, Toma? I've had an interesting day. Your hair's longer. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, your beard's longer, too. Do you have, like, a mirror? <laughs> um, no, you can... And he unbuttons his shirt and his little, uh... He's got that little, like, breastplate underneath. Oh, look, look at that. Look here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look healthier. I feel... In spite of it all, I feel better. Yeah, yeah. And maybe later I'll uh, introduce you to my grandma. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I would love to meet her. Okay. I would love to learn more about you and what's going on with whatever this is. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's go eat. All right. And he leads you in this. Uh, there's an entire table set up, and at the head of it, on one side is uh, his grandfather, large and imposing. Uh, like I said, he's just a massive dude. You, you're not sure how tall he is because you have not seen him stand up yet. He's sitting at the edge of this table, but you would assume he's probably... If he's not, he's close to seven feet tall. He is a huge dude. Um, and you can actually see that there is a like a little sled like thing with little wheels on it next to next to his chair. What's what is that contraption? Who are you saying that to, Zyko? Yeah. That's uh he, he uh he can't walk, so that's how we get him around, we caught him around. What caused his affliction? Uh I think he was uh been like that for a long time. Uh, he was sick for a while, and um, that took uh, a lot out of him. And uh, he, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I've, I've, I haven't really asked. It's, it's been as long as I've been alive. Hmm. He's a phony. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was his name again? My grandpa. Yeah. His name's Yog. Yog. Yeah. Is he? And he's your leader. He's a village elder. Yeah. What does that entail? Uh, it's it's kind of like a mayor. He's just he's kind of in charge of everything. Are you are you is this place independent of Deepminster? Uh, do you pay taxes? Yeah, we do, but uh, we're left to our own devices most of the time. We're just kind of out of the way. Nobody really bothers us. A lot of you look pretty big. Are you f- like from Ofstand? I don't think so. There's a rumor that uh, we're descended from. Some big, powerful people, but them's just rumors. 
I mean, my grandma was a really powerful adventurer. Okay. What's her What's her name? Penelope. Okay. Does that sound familiar? No. Okay. <laughs> They're just bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all, We all called it Penny, though. Penny. That's pretty. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome to sit at the table, Tomah. Let's eat. All right. Where do I sit? Um, right here. And he points to a spot that's right next to the head of the table, and he takes the other end. And uh, everybody's just kind of like waiting expectantly. And then when they, uh, when you guys sit down, uh, they're all like smiling. And uh, Yog raises a mug. Uh, it's good to see uh, uh, everybody here. Um, f- finally, you know, every- everyone's back, and uh, let's uh, let's let's celebrate. It's good to see you, Zyko, and your your friend. Uh, let's uh, let's have a, have a good time. And everybody cheers, and everybody drinks, and starts eating. That's a good meal. Um, after the meal, uh, Zyko and his siblings kind of go off, and they're like kind of running around playing games. And Zog, or sorry, Yog, uh, kind of slides into a, his little s- sled, and um, one of the older people in town kind of pushes him over towards you, um, and he just he kind of looks you up and down. And I, uh, it's it's good to see that uh, uh, Zaleko is uh, meeting meeting good friends. Uh, has he been safe out there? Yeah, but not for lack of dangers that have come our way. He's been able to hold his own. He has strong faith. Are you a, a godly people? No, I can't say that I am. Maybe the rest of them are a, a bit godly, but uh, no, I haven't been, not since uh, Penny died. That was my wife. Didn't Zyko just say that he was going to show me her? You saying that in character? No, I was, I was saying it to you. Mm, weird. <laughs> um, so, have you been touched by the war at all that's going on? Uh, no, uh, not not exactly. Uh, we, uh, I'm sure Zyko mentioned we're kind of out of the way. Nobody really bothers us too much. But uh, uh, we uh, have had a fair share of, of strife. Before, but we're not, we're not uh, unfamiliar with it. But we don't see it very often. We're largely left alone. Uh, I see. I don't want to pry, but your legs. Um, can you tell me what happened there with that? Oh yes. Uh, well, um, I was at one time a fairly accomplished uh, blacksmith, and uh, I, well, they. At, at one point, there was a, a sickness that happened, and because I was in such close association with the blacksmithing guild uh, that went from here to Deepminster, all the way to Starhouse and Rose Lake, um, all of us came down with a very bad sickness, and uh, it took my ability to walk, but uh, it took many others' lives. You deal with Rose Lake? No, I, I did. I'm no longer a blacksmith by trade. I'm just simple elder here. But at one time I did. 
What is the... How does this town operate? What is its purpose? Uh, we, we mostly uh, sell wool and then uh, sheep, mutton, uh, to the, the rest of Verdolin. We've got a couple of lads here that uh, head on down to uh, Deepminster. Uh, sometimes they'll just stop in Applewood, um, various places around here in the, nor- in the northeast. How far is Rhodes Lake from here? Uh, I would say eh, a few weeks' journey for sure. Okay. Well, do you have any questions for me? Yes, I I, uh, I just wonder what, what you've been getting up to. I've heard rumor of a group, just a little inkling, that is uh, very sought after by the Deepminster Council. Would that uh, be part of your clan? Would that be you and Zyko and perhaps some more adventurers? Perhaps the ones that you were asking about when you arrived? Yes, I know. There are dark and disturbing things going on among the Council of Deepminster. They have machinations to put a proxy in rule of the kingdom. And they've been behind a lot of the sieges that have been going on around the country. Um... And they've been trying to discredit the Wolves of Moonreach and blaming them for these sieges when it's really been other people. And we've been trying to catch up with them and thwart their efforts, but they're very organized. Hmm. I appreciate your honesty on that. Um, well, um, how... You said that Zyko has been helpful to you. Has he seen any danger himself have you seen him act strangely at all um he has done he has been I don't really pay close attention usually in combat because I'm usually at the front of the battle but he has exhibited some strange tendencies yeah yes I I often wonder if there's more of his grandmother in him than, uh, than not. And he kind of looks out as the, the siblings are all kind of like playing out there, like running around and like playing tag or something. Um, he, he says, he's got a, he's got a, a, a bit of a rage inside him. Uh, did he tell you about what happened to our village? He did not. He has been very tight-lipped about his past. And I look over at Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's, currently being tackled by all of his younger siblings and they're like <laughs> and he's like trying to get up and they keep jumping on top of him and he's trying to like struggle to get out from underneath them um he uh he kind of he nods oh, he's he can be a bit close-lipped about things like that um well uh, uh a number of years ago our, our village was attacked by goblins and it was quite terrible. Zyko's parents were killed in that attack. Uh, the I'm sorry. It's 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 all right. I've I've since come to terms with it, but uh, the, they were after my wife, uh, Penny. She was a uh, great hero back in the day, and was part of the uh, the Endelmarsh War in the Blood Force. Have you heard of that? Have I heard of that? Uh, you kind, you may have kind of heard of that. Uh, it was a, a big 
battle, like huge battle that happened in the Blood Forest among the elves and the goblins. Yeah, I think so. Like elves and goblins were warring with each other. Exactly. The goblin king, he, uh, he, he was struck down by my wife, Penny. And so his son, when taking up the mantle, decided to get his revenge and came here one night, attacked our city, our village, and uh, Penelora and, and many others were killed during that fight. Zyko and his siblings uh, were in a cellar, and several of these goblins came after them. And when we found, when we unsealed the cellar, uh, all the goblins were killed and Zyko was standing above them with just a stick in his hand. So we, we, we knew something was up, but P- Penelora, in her dying words, told Zyko to go seek out adventure, and I think he took those words to heart, and I think that's probably why you found him eventually. Where did you find him? What, where, where was he? We met him outside of Ravenmoor, back when the Great Hunt was happening a couple years ago before it had been Siege. I don't know if you know about Ravenmoor being Siege. I've heard a little bit about it, yes. And he did have a stick then and we made a deal with him that he would watch our gear while we went up a mountain and he handled himself well and we became good friends with him over time and he's been a fervent supporter of our cause. I'm not sure where he got this power he has now, mm. but he's been able to channel it for good. That is, that is good to hear. I, want, I wonder, and he like looks off at them again, and he looks back to you. Uh, can I ask you a favor? Of course. When you leave, can you convince Zyko to stay? I... What is your purpose for wanting him to stay? I haven't told him yet, but I am dying. And when I die, I would like him to take over as the village leader. There's no one better suited. No one else here is martial enough. What are you dying of? I'm dying of the exact same sickness that took my legs years ago. It's been lying dormant. But now in my old age, my body is weak. I had a cleric up here not long ago, and he admitted to me that, especially in my advanced age, I'm not long. Well, you might not have met the right cleric. I was inside Warcrank, and I don't know how much you know about that place, but it's ancient full of the oldest magic. And while I was there, I found this. And I pull out a glowing vial. This liquid has the power in it to restore a person their vitality. He kind of, he looks at it very, like, nervously, almost. You seem like a strong person, and... Like you value hard work and that life and happenstance has gotten in your way and has made you this way. I don't, I don't think it's coincidence that we were brought here. 
I think Zyko has been very vital to our cause. And he has a greater purpose than leading a village. If I give you this, it will restore you back to health. And with that power, you should be able to run this village yourself and maybe make it better. Maybe improve it. Maybe take a blacksmithing again. I'm a cleric of the forge, so I, I respect hard labor. And we need all the help we can get. If you could help, help train your men, we might be able to use your assistance in helping to clear up the damage that's been done to this country. Hmm. You say that will restore me to full health? Make me younger? Yes. But it will not bring Penny back. And I don't know if I would like to live much longer without her. I nod. I recently lost someone very close to me. Um, we had wanted to go to work rank to bring glory back to the dwarves, to bring home and hearth, to free our god. And we did that. But in doing that, she let her spirit get absorbed into the heart of the Soulforge, and that's a whole other story. But when she did that, I saw her go to the Hall of Champions. Behind her, I saw the ancestors of my kin welcoming her as one. There's other worlds than these beyond this life, and she's already gone. And that's good. She can rest now. But you have the opportunity to help fix this world. Don't you want to leave it in a better place than what it is now? I personally believe that if I left it in Zyko's hands, I think he would be far more capable than me. I am not a fighter. I was a blacksmith. Don't let my physical form fool you. I am no better with any instrument of war than nod over there. And while I appreciate the gift that you're willing to part with, I miss Penny very, very much. And knowing that I'm not long for this world, I've already made my peace with it. If you would entertain an old man, save your potion of uh, youth, as it were, and if you would give me this last gleam in my life. I will tell Zyko of what your request is and your wishes, but I won't tell him to do anything he doesn't want to do. If he feels a duty to saving this world, then I won't shirk that from him. He'll know what's waiting for him when his time is done. But I will I will promise that no one matter what, I will protect him 
and make sure he comes back safe if he leaves. I guess I guess I I I can trust that. I um I'm I'm a bit tired, so I'm going to go rest, but if you need me, please feel free to come find me. Sure. And now we're going to switch to Pinwin and Willem. <laughs> All right, so Willem, you find yourself outside of the mayor's house up in the trees. And Pinwin, you're skirting along up in the trees, <laughs> uh, kind of watching. Because, well, I said up in the trees, but I mean the house is up in the trees. You're on the ground. Sure. Um, you do see a rope ladder that would lead up to the mayor's house. Okay. Uh, do I see any pairings of guards, like two or more? Um, not nearby, okay. but you do see little clusters. Um, like kind of clusters. little clusters kind of throughout, but uh, they're all kind of far away from you. Okay. Um, how about outside the mayor's house? Uh, you you just see the rope going right up to it. There's okay. no like landing or anything. It's ah, okay. it's above you. There's a rope. It's like a little tree house. Yeah. Bart Simpson's up there. Essentially. Telling ghost stories. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll ascend. <laughs> okay. And, but before, so it's just rope ladder right into front door. Pretty much. Situation. It's like a, yeah, like a door at the bottom. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll climb up, but before I actually like get to the doorway, I'm going to stop for a moment, see if I can hear anything inside. Okay. Give me a perception. <laughs> Do I hear anything inside? <laughs> yeah, that's a paltry 13. You don't hear anything. Okay. Uh, I'm going to peek my head up over the uh, floor, I guess. Okay. Um, meanwhile, while he's doing that, mm-hmm. I was kind of Tarzaning over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so do I notice anything up above? Um, you can see that there are some halflings walking around, but you also notice that this, like, you guys don't really have, like, a mare mare, per se, yeah. right? Right. Uh, and so to hear them call that a mare the mayor's house, you're a little confused because that's not the mayor's house at all. That's Aster's house. What? It's just a horse house. <laughs> this is not a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the soldiers have some bad information. Uh-huh. Huh. Okay. Uh, there is a halfling walking towards you, though, uh, Pinwin, and you see a very friendly face, Marley Dornbush. Um, and she, you would know her as the mistress of coin and economic affairs. She kind of walk, walks towards you and she's kind of squinting. And then she sees you and she's like, <gasps> Penguin. Hi. What are you doing here? What are you doing? Is she up in the <laughs> what tree? What are you doing me? in home? Yeah, she's, she's like, she was coming <laughs> a, along one of the like little like rope bridges. Sneakiest person, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I mean, uh, I, I came here because I was worried, and it kind of seems like I should be a little worried, maybe. You, Pinwin, your, your family has been taken. Did you hear? That's what I've heard. And I was so sorry to hear about Ollie. What? Your, your cousin Ollie, did you not know? <laughs> what? No, what? Did. Wait. Cousin Ollie dead? <laughs> what? Cousin Ollie dead. How's he done? What happened? He went um, on some adventure, and we heard back. We got a letter. He'd been killed. 
seemed like he'd been snapped up. Just dead. <laughs> Are they? I know, it's cousin sad. Cousin dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead cousin Arlie. But he seemed so <clears throat> capable. Well, you never know, I suppose. I guess that's really sad. You got a lot of shiny gear. How's that going for you? I do. Um, Making lots of money. Uh, some. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying. But um, we've mostly just been trying to like stay alive and... Um, Stop people from ruining the world. But. What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everyone says that you were going to go off and get yourself killed, but here you are. You're back. <laughs> I'm, I'm a strong dingle root. Hmm. I, I'm not going out that easy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> how have you been? What is going on? Do you know where they took my family? My, uh, I would guess that they took your family to Deepminster because that's where they said they were taking your family. Why would they take them to Deepminster? That's not even close. I don't know. They didn't give me the <laughs> priority Definitely knowledge. Definitely taking them to Deepminster. <laughs> that's what we said. Deepminster. <laughs> Definitely Deepminster. <laughs> Cousin Arlie dead. <laughs> um, Disintegrated. <laughs> snapped up. To, to shreds, you say. To shreds. <laughs> And his and his wife to shreds, you say. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Are you? I mean, are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm better than ever. <laughs> What's happening? I'm... Why are there soldiers here? I mean, I heard they're here for me. Yeah, they're here for you. Yeah. Um. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, just um. I imagine it has to do with the way that you're gallivanting around with these adventurers, I've heard. Well, the problem is there's some people who are impersonating us, and they are doing bad things. Mm, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Definitely makes things difficult. So, yeah, are you, like... How do you play into all this? Are they, like... Making you stay in one like one spot, or make you work, or just well, nobody's really allowed to leave, and um, yeah. I'm I'm one of the people not allowed to leave as well. Yeah, hence here I am. But you're not scared. You feel okay. I mean, I, physically I feel fine. Mentally I feel a bit depressed. Right, right. <laughs> That's why I, that was getting that kind of vibe going on. Um, Never been better. I'm a bit oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> but not depressed. <laughs> There's still hope in this old bag. <laughs> Things just sort themselves out, I guess. And then arrow, arrow, arrow. <laughs> well, how about you? That leaves the oppression. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Kind where's of your, tired. Where's your wolf at? I don't know. I haven't been able to find it. Yeah. We have a filthy beast, though, right? From the forest? He, this this one was very sweet. Yeah. He was, he was very sweet. though. It, he saved my life multiple times, including out in that forest. Well, where is he now, though? Jesus. Um, yeah. I mean, that wasn't his choice. He would never choose to separate from me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, 
Wish you luck on your journey, Pinwin. Thanks. Hopefully I can get you all less oppressed and more free. Ah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I guess you'll be the one to do it, Pinwin. I will. It'll and be she, me. She walks off. <laughs> It'll be me. <laughs> Is she walking hurriedly or suspiciously? Nah, just walking off. Weird. He's over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, see ya. Holy shit! <laughs> Willem, you slowly peek your head up into the house, and you don't see anything around you. You see, <laughs> you see chairs, and you see a table, but you don't see right. any alive things <laughs> that I can see. Yeah, be our guest. Um, so I get up the fuck in there, and I'm gonna look for. Anything that looks important as far as like maybe some fucking documents, something I want. I'm looking for names, locations, motivations. <laughs> gotcha. Give me an investigation check. Fuck yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, that is a 17, actually. Okay. Um, okay. So this room is not too uh, filled with things. Um, it just looks like a general like kind of an entryway area. Um, no horses. No horses okay. whatsoever. It's not a mayor's house. <laughs> and you move down the hallway a little bit, kind of imagining moving kind of carefully and quietly. Oh, okay. So how how large is this? It's enclosure? very large. It's a it's a huge house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was It's like almost like a manor like, okay. in a sense. Gotcha. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to fuck about and then I'm going to Keep my wits about me, of course, and move stealthily as possible. But yeah, I'm gonna look for a room that obviously holds a little bit more gravitas and seems to house more important items. You see a um, a room or a doorway that above is engraved in what looks to be mother of pearl, a triangle with a circle in the center, which traditionally is a symbol of the kind of the temple. Of the three, the three seashells, <laughs> the three, uh, the three gods of Veldolin. Okay, uh, am I getting any arcane vibes off of this? Um, not, not. No, you get more like kind of mysticism vibes, more of a like a religious vibe. Ah, okay. Uh, are there any other doors or? Pathways. There's uh, there's some bedrooms and stuff like that, but you haven't really found anything. This is the most unique looking spot in here. Okay, uh, so I'm in a hallway. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many? And that's at the end of the hallway. Yes. How many doors on my left? There are two doors on your left. They are open. Okay. One is a bedroom, and one looks to be like kind of an an office area. You haven't f- stumbled onto anybody yet. Okay. On the right. Uh, there are none. None. Okay. I'm gonna go into the office. Okay. It's basically, there's a desk in there. There's some papers on it. Um, there's a little window carved in there that looks out over the village. Okay. Uh, do the do the windows in these places have glass? Or are they just like straight up? They're just open, Just yeah. holes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Portcullises. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, going to check out the desk. Okay. Uh, see if we can find any important documents. Maybe some credentials that I could use to my advantage later. Um, so here in the, uh, uh, first of all, the first thing you see is there's a chair, uh, in front of the desk and on it is a, uh, soldier's cloak. that has got an insignia on it of a captain and that's hanging off the back of the chair. 
All right, yeah, definitely not gonna, not gonna fuck with that. <laughs> that's, that's a little too uh, conspicuous. Uh, you kind of rifle through the paperwork. The paperwork looks to be marching orders. So you see a lot of different movements on maps, and uh, you can see that there is clusters of soldiers gathered. So Starhost, Rose Lake, um, Bronze Wall, Moonreach. Oh, sorry, no, Ravenmore as well. Uh, do they have numbers? Uh, they don't, but you can see that there have been, you can see battalion one, battalion two written. So I guess that, but there's no like amounts of soldiers. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was after. All right. You also see a document that reads kind of strangely. It's a field report. And this field report indicates that a, a uh, scout almost lost his life because some sort of portal opened up and these beasts started pouring out and all of his unit was wiped out <laughs> except for him he was able to escape but it also indicates that there are multiple portals just like this throughout Veldalin do they have locations? yes they mm-hmm. have they all align with the Where movement the, are the armies. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It just says that the portals opened and... And, like, beasts, beasts. of some kind, okay. creatures came out. Hmm. Okay. Um, the the captain's cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it straight up just a cloak, kind of like a robe? Does it have any pockets? Uh, it does have a pocket in it. What's in there? A key. Sweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pocket that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any drawers in the desk? There are none. No drawers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other documents of import? Nothing that you're, when, you, when you're looking, those seem the most important. The others okay. are kind of like inventory, um, like kind of a mercantile list of like item, itemized lists of like okay. food stores and stuff. Uh, before I leave this room. Any shelves? Uh, any other doors in this room? No other doors. The shelves, pretty much, they have books, but those books don't look like they look like whoever lives here owns okay. those books. Um, any pictures? Uh, there is. There are no pictures. There's no portraits or anything no like portraits. that. Okay. You do see that there is um, on the edge of the desk is a necklace, and it's also got the triangle symbol with the circle in it. Uh, I'm going to approach the door of the office. Okay. And I'm going to poke my head out into the hallway. All right. Do kind of like a left and right. You don't see anything. Okay. Uh, the door underneath the symbol, mm-hmm. uh, does it have any special characters, characteristics as far as like keyholes or there something? Is a, there is a keyhole there. Okay. Any specific shapes uh, that no. I can make out? Just Other than like that, it looks like a pretty standard, standard door. door. Okay. But it is closed. Okay. Um... I'll inspect the necklace. Okay. See if there's anything of consequence there. Just looks like a regular necklace. Okay. I'll put it back. I'm not going to pocket that. Uh, I'll go back out into the hallway, and okay. I'm going to check out the bedroom real quick. Okay. It's a pretty low-key bedroom. Like, okay. not a lot of ornament to it. There's, like, nothing, really, other than the bed. Uh, there's a book on the nightstand, but it looks to be a religious volume. Uh, can I get the title? Yes, you can. The Faith and... Their effect on our lives. And it's by Gacintha Ager. Okay. Uh, any, any like, nightstands, drawers, closets, nope. anything of... Nothing really. 
interest here. Nothing? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll uh, go and fuck with that door underneath the religious symbol. Okay. It appears locked. I'm going to try that key. All right. You slide the key in and it unlocks. Sweet. I'm going to very gingerly open the door uh, very slowly to give myself time to see, you mm-hmm. know, each angle of the room before I actually fully enter. So as you, you as it slowly opens, you can see that this looks to be like a shrine or a little temple of sorts, a, re- a praying area, but it smells awful in there as you start to open it. Like rotting flesh awful? More like shit and piss awful. Ooh. And uh, in the center of the room, though you see there's a large symbol of triangle with the circle in there. And then in the center of the room... Is it triangle circle or triangle dot? Triangle. It's like a dot or sometimes a circle. Just a sphere. Okay, just a spherical shape. Okay. Um, And in the center of the room, lying face down in soiled clothing, you see a half-elf old man. He doesn't stir as you open the door. Okay. I'm going to close the door quietly behind me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to circumvent the room with my back to the walls okay, uh, to see if I can find anything else that catches my eye. This seems like it's anything that was in here was taken out. It seems like a prison cell. Okay. And you could you notice that you can hear quiet breathing from the guy in the center of the room. We're going to switch back to Pinwin real okay. fast. Pinwin, Willem's been in there for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, but yeah, I can't. After waiting a certain amount of time, I just was like, "Are there? Is there a lot of traffic like on bridges surrounding?" Or not, not, not as really? much as normal. Like it's, it's like almost spooky how little cool. amount of traffic so there is. So, I'm gonna kind of drop down a little lower back onto the path, and I'm gonna kind of follow in to okay. where Willem was, and try to find him and see if he found anything. Okay, so you kind of drop down and hike back Trying up. Trying to do it sneakily. And you pop your head up, and you actually watch. You pop your head up and kind of climb in, and you see Willem enter a room at the end of the hallway, and then close the door behind him. And you know that this room very well. This is the the prayer chamber of Aster... Uh, what is it? Goodbrook? Goodbrook. Mm-hmm. And you know that that is the worship chamber kind of the shrine of Aster Goodbrook, the the religious temple priest that mm-hmm. dwells, and the only non-halfling that lives here in Shadeholm. Um, so, yeah, this was his house, correct? Yes. Like, you, you've does been it here look many completely times. different? It like, looks like somebody gutted it a little and bit. Because he used to babysit us here and stuff. Yeah, it looks like somebody gutted it, and it looks like somebody else has been living in here. Okay. Well, since I saw him open the door, and I know that room, I'm going to go open the door. All right. I'm I'm probably going to be more, like, hurriedly doing it. Okay, Willem, the door opens all of a sudden as you're in there. I draw my dagger and crouch down. Okay. Back to to the wall. And then you see the face of Pinwin poke through. Oh, it smells so bad. Pinwin. Hi. Scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Why does it stand? It smells so bad. Yeah, it smells terrible in here. I'm guessing it's this fella. And I point at the guy in the yeah, and you see that the there's room. like a uh, like a section of the room that's just like it's awful. Like he's he's been in here a while, and that's his that's his corner for potty. Oh, <laughs> so I I can see him. Yeah, he's laying. It looks like he's passed out in the middle of the okay. room. 
And I'll run over to him and try to like kind of shake him. Penwin, careful. Esther. Penwin, is that you? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to circle back and shut the door again. Okay. Uh, I've been kept here against my will ever since those ruddy fucking soldiers came into this fucking town. That's so terrible. It's and terrible. They took over your whole place. Oh, they're probably eating cookies on my Davenport and getting crumbs <laughs> everywhere. Oh, Esther, I know you hate getting crumbs places. <laughs> yes, yes, I used to punish you so much. I know. You would always eat cookies. <laughs> I just love Crumbs them. were everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but in all like, serious matters here, like, have you just been in here? They just lock you in here? Yeah, they feed me once a day. I guess it's not so bad. But they. But I do have to make poopy in yeah, the corner. Yeah, it smells like <laughs> you make poopy in the corner. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Aster Good Duke. <laughs> what are you doing here, Penwin? And who's your friend? Oh, a half elf. Yeah, this is my friend Willem. Oh. I've been adventuring. I'm also a half-elf. Look, you see? That is incredible. What are the chances? More importantly. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm delirious. I'm covered in my own mess. (laughs) Covered in my own make. Um, (laughs) I make poopy. (laughs) I make poopy in corner. Uh, More importantly, what is the Inquisition doing here? Well, they're looking for Pinwin here. They thought that it would be... uh, They thought that it might be a good idea to kidnap his family, take them away, in order to draw him to Deepminster, I believe. That's what I just ran into. To what Um, end? Yeah, I just ran into Miss Dornbush, and she said that... No, you can't trust her. Really? She let them in here. She definitely saw me in the trees. Oh no, Pinwin! This is terrible. Um. Well, I mean, does I she wasn't know that you here. came in here? Somebody saw you. I thought you, you know, were sneaking. I was sneaking, but I guess she saw me from the path because she happened An to be walking by. An old lady by. saw you. The sneakiest <laughs> I, I person was I've ever met. In the trees. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Guys, let's stop the fighting so much and let's figure out what the fuck we're going to do about this. Yeah, let's get you out of here. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Come on. I want to get far away from this smell. Someone Mm -hmm. made an awful mess in here. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody put poop in my corner. Oh. Alright, so I'm going to slowly open the door and check to see that there's nobody out there. There is nobody out there. Okay. I open the door and give them the wave, the wave through, the go ahead. Okay, where? What do we do? Where do we take him? We get him some clothes there, for fuck's sake. I don't even know where the clothes are. They took over his place. It's not normal. Um, do we see clothes anywhere? Can I see if the captain's some cloak? <laughs> is, is, I, yeah, but I mean, isn't is this not his house? It is, but yeah, it but seems like it's it been over. gutted. Like they took, got rid of all his stuff okay. and kept him as a prisoner. All right. Like, yeah, I don't recognize um, a lot of the, the decor. They've changed it a bit. 
Oh, they moved my couch. I bet there's crumbs all in that. Probably so many. They're oh. monsters. If I was younger, I would punch them right in their bells. Well, I'll punch them for you. Willem thinks solemnly, <laughs> if I spend too much time with Pinwin, this is how I'll end up. <laughs> Um, is there, like, armor here, though? Because that's why they sent him here, right? Is there armor in the mayor's house? There is supposedly some change of clothes here. Okay. All right, so we should just find those change of clothes. Maybe he can pretend to be a soldier, too. Okay. You, Let's uh, search. You s- do search, and there is... <laughs> Was it a 20? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Next one's a one. You see a... <laughs> A little alcove, and Aster walks over. I wonder. And he pushes on the wall, and it opens up. And inside is a little armory. Uh, looks like there's a lot of soldier uniforms in there. You don't see much for armor, um, but you do see a lot of like uniforms kind of hanging uh, off of hooks. I start sizing him up and looking at the the clothes, and I start. Throwing approximation, <laughs> approximately. <laughs> oh, you know, well, this one looks good. It's wife. it's very pretty. It's purple. That's good. Go mm-hmm. ahead and get changed yeah, nice out purple. of those soiled. He clothes. immediately like starts removing his <laughs> like clothes, his soiled clothing, and is like he's obviously been starved. His body Aww. is like skin and bones, and he like shakily puts on a uniform. Uh, how do I look? Better. Yeah. You yes. look like you're hungry, though. Yes. Did you bring me food? I have. I took. I just took a bite from that potato. So I'm just <gasps> going to give him the rest of the potato. Oh, it's a savior. Savior potato. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts eating it like ravenously. I know we're all excited about the reunion. And the potato. Could we keep it down a little bit? Oh, yes. That's a right. good point. Yeah, that's we're going to be sneaky now. Starting now. Okay. Yes, let's play the quiet game. Yes. Um. I feel like you're talking to me like I'm a child. You understand I'm an old man, right? He babysat me. I babysat Pinwin. I babysat Pinwin's siblings. I absolutely understand the fuck out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to put so many pieces together. You should respect your elders. Even even elders that are covered in in someone else's filth. Someone else's? (laughs) Yes, it definitely wasn't mine. (laughs) <laughs> Let me have my dignity I, You're fine <laughs> What else Where else should we be looking In this place Well I don't I, Where would they keep anything Any documents or any items of Im- importance but, uh, There's very few rooms in this place It's large but This is what we have Is there like a soldier's headquarters I don't Do they have a barracks that they they yeah, hold up I, in here? I imagine before they took me captive, they were just kind of pulling people out of houses and taking them over. They didn't take over my house, did they? Oh, Pinwin. That's our next stop. They took your house over. No, they did not. They took it over. They wouldn't. I bet they, they would. did. Oh. Do they? Are there any uh, clothes in Pinwin size? Uh, any soldiers' clothes? Probably not. No. All right. I'm going to look for soldier's uniform in my size. Okay. You find one pretty easily. Uh, I'm not going to put it on yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in my pack. Uh, anything else in here that catches my eye? No. It's pretty standard. Okay. Uh, any? The cadets wear uh, ghillie suits to blend into the trees and stuff. You might be able to find one 
wherever they keep their stuff. Yeah, they have their own. Yeah, but are the cadets taken over by the soldiers now? They'd still have cloaks. Well, let's get this guy back to your friend's little hideout. Mm Mm-hmm. And we'll see what we can see on our way there. And then our next stop is your your old house. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should disguise myself. If that lady was not good and she saw me, that's probably not good because then she knows I'm here. Okay. Or I can go with my original plan where we both just are like, hi, it's me. New plan. New plan. We're disguising ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll disguise myself. As a soldier. Sure. As part of the Inquisition. I can I can just be one of the worker people. <clears throat> Problem is they'll know me. So what I'll do is I'll just like uh, go through my pack here. I've got to have some stuff to make me look like dirtier and less me. You still have the mustache that for your alter ego. You're going to do some Ricardo? <laughs> do you think they have heard of Ricardo? Do you think I'm okay? Are you, I don't are you, do you no want idea my... who Ricardo is. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. He, I, there we go. I didn't have to be me. <laughs> okay. Thanks, so, guy. You're welcome. I'll fish um, through my pack and I'll I'll get on the mustache and the big hat. Okay. At this point, I'll don the. Penguin is and fast. You? I'll turn around really fast. He like rubs his eyes. <laughs> no, it's not. It's what? What happened to your voice? <laughs> This is my disguise. Oh, my goodness. Penwin, you are so talented. I know. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I I'm slap so my hand proud over his you. mouth. <laughs> Remember, we're playing the quiet game. I just look at Penwin. Is this normal for him? I look him in the eye. Quiet. Your parents will be so oh, proud, Bedward. Thank you. They'll be extra proud once I rescue them. And yeah, we really need to do that. And I, yeah, I need to see what they've done with my home. I don't know. Okay, I so much to do disguise myself know. as a soldier. Okay, I put on the uniform. All right, and I'm going to use my disguise kit mm-hmm. to make myself look a little bit different just in case uh, they might have a description of me. Okay. Um, okay, new plan. You are just going to be tagging along. Okay. You're going to be showing me where Pinwin's house is because I've gotten orders to move and I, I point at him. Aster. <laughs> like for Aster. To move Aster to Pinwin's house. Okay. At that point, they're probably going to ask why, who gave you that order, what have you. And where they found me. And if they, you could say that you found me in the woods. <laughs> I'm going to say you were helping. Do you have a blacksmith? No. No blacksmith. No. Also, Pinwin's house is the main... Uh, the main bar and tavern in the, the No, village. it's right next to it. Yeah, but it's connected to it. It is connected to it. So but he doesn't it's know a little that. high traffic, <clears throat> yeah. So you should probably tell him so he knows yep. what he's yeah, walking into. Just so you do know, my home is pretty high traffic. Um, My mom run, uh, ran, I guess, the Humble 
Humble Tavern and Inn, and it's literally connected to our house. Perfect. Hopefully, there's enough foot traffic there that you can just blend in. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I didn't think and of if, that. And if asked, you were showing me where it was because I've gotten, I've received orders to take Aster there. Okay. And we'll figure it out from there. Why would they want to move Aster to there? Who cares? Shouldn't we think that through first? I'll come up with something. Don't worry about it. Okay. But in the meantime, once we get in there, you break off from us mm-hmm. and see what you can find out. Yeah. And see if there's anything left behind sure. that can help us. I feel like my family, someone would be very resourceful and would maybe leave a note really fast in a hiding spot. Eileen's always really good with that. That's why you always leave a note. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, so you guys lift the little trap door to head out. All right. Absolutely. And so you guys start climbing down the rope ladder, and you hear, <clears throat> Hello. And as you look, you can see that dozens of soldiers are coming out from, like, the homes and gathering down below. Uh-oh. Now you're going to switch to Gorble and Herstay. Oh, my. I hate when you have a really good plan that you want to at least try. <laughs> yeah. Seth ruins it. You guys are standing in this house in front of this portrait, and you've just heard a noise from upstairs. Oh. What was that? What, what did it sound like? Uh, it sounded like a monster. I don't I know. It sounded like... What it sounded like. Like something moving around. Moving? Mm-hmm. Not gurgling. No. Okay. That was me gurgling. Okay. <laughs> to in to intimate moving. Okay. Well, it sounded like somebody's moving furniture around or something. Oh my god, should we go up there? Do you th- um, this place is haunted, I this think. This place is scary as fuck. Okay. I need to show you this ring. So have I have you seen this ring before? I mean in passing, yeah. It's got the symbol. Is it actually scary as fuck in there? I mean, it's creepy. Okay. Like, they're getting, they have this, like, weird dread vibe, and it is, like, an old abandoned house full of cobwebs and <clears throat> spookiness. Dude, that's exactly the same raven on this crest. Yeah. I wonder if, like, maybe you stick it in there or something. Is it, the, like, the, a similar size? It is. Oh. Oh. What if something like jumps out at us? What else are we gonna do right now? Just wait for something to jump out on its own? That's true. Okay, try it. Try it. Try it. Oh man! (laughs) (laughs) Rips your hand off. Be careful. Be careful. I just imagine you like going to do that and your hand shaking, so it's like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try to turn it to the right. (laughs) The portrait on the wall swings open and there's a recessed area in there and all you see is a leather book that is heavily bound and on the edge on the uh, the binding there seems to be some sort of stone glowing what kind of stone is that what can, can I roll something to tell? I mean you have stone cutting so it's a it's a ruby uh, that would be a ruby. But it looks enchanted. An enchanted ruby. Why would a why would a book be enchanted? 
Well, it's a, like so it's like a ruby on top of a book. Or? So it's bound, and then on the binding or on the who is it? Uh, on the binding, it's like pretty much like sealed with this ruby stuck in there. Well, I better. I should take it out, right? As you take, yeah. uh, or as you do, you take it out. Yeah, do. Yeah. As you take it out, you <laughs> see the. Sorry, I didn't. It was. I was just going to describe the front cover. The only words you can make out underneath the binding that looks like leather throng thongs is um, inventory. Oh, it's just inventory. <laughs> Why See, would it, it says have... it clearly on the cover. Why would that have an enchanted ruby? And why would it be behind Locked a away? painting? Hmm. I think there might be more to this book than just inventory. How could we possibly find out? <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, if this was your mom's house or something, that you should be the one to... I feel like that's going to be too tough for me. You don't think you could handle it right now? I don't think emotionally I can handle it right now. Should I read it to you? Or? Yeah, okay. yeah. All let's right. do that. I'll open it up. <laughs> you are unable to open it. Mm. I do not do that then. So I can't get it open. Let me try. Okay. You are also unable to open it. I thought it might be a family thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we take this with us. Should we go investigate that noise? Yeah, what if this is, like, useless? What if it it's actually just an inventory list? Well, we could get a really cool stone out of it yeah. either way. Okay. Oh, man. But I don't want something sneaking up on us. I would rather be the ones sneaking up on something else. We should try to be sneaky. Okay. Um... Okay, how do we do it? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, give me some sneaks. Both of you guys. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> you fall down the stairs. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay, so Gorbel, you you <laughs> kind of skirt the outside of the stairs as you guys slowly climb. Herstag, you step right in the middle of the first stair and it very loudly... <laughs> <laughs> I shoot a look that is like daggers at him. You slowly step on the next one. <laughs> I grab his arm and pull him to the side. It's like okay. the stairs at her old house. Yeah. Everything is creaky. I just found the perfect spot. Yeah. What do I do? Be any louder if you tried. What do I do? Just creep like I'm doing. I do it again. <laughs> I'll move up one more stair. Oh my god. What is happening? Just move carefully. Let me look at my stuff here. What? We don't have time for you to go through your shit, Herstag. I don't have any wild shapes left. Come on. Let's go. Okay. So slowly, you guys ascend really the slowly. stairs. <laughs> and he starts going faster. <laughs> yeah, Start. fuck it. I'm just gonna... <laughs> You guys finally make it to the top of the stairs. Do we hear any other movement? You don't. I liked the idea of you eventually just trying to, like, cough over it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't hear the stairs anymore, but someone's loudly Some coughing. Some dumb idiot is coughing as he climbs the stairs. 
some kid with asthma. Is <laughs> Are you ready? For what? I, who knows anything? Everything. I gotta be. Okay. As ready as I can. All right, let's keep going. All right, so you start to walk down the hallway, and you're looking. All these rooms are open, and all the windows are busted. And you get to the end of the hall, and you see the light kind of throw as you get close. You see light being thrown as if someone's moving very quickly in that room. You hear a... (laughs) It's over there. It's fucking over there. I'm going to peek in. No. You peek in, (laughs) and you see that the shutters for the window are wide open as if something has just rushed out. And the at the bottom frame, you see a dagger stuck into a piece of paper that's fluttering in the breeze. Why are there so many paper products on this portion of our adventure? <laughs> <laughs> um, should I, like, go look at it? Yes, or? yes. All right. I'm going to sneak across the room. You cautiously approach. (laughs) (laughs) I scan the ceiling. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. But as you approach that piece of paper, you realize it's another one of those posters for the play. It's just a poster. What the? The same poster. Yeah. What is this trying to? Somebody trying to tell us something? That feels like a message to me. Well, who left the message? I'm going to peek out the window. You don't see anything. You see the empty street below. And it's starting to get a little bit more towards the evening now. Fuck. I think we need to go. What part of the poster was stabbed? Just right through the top. Okay. Is there anything of value in here? It's an empty room. Broken furniture, like rubble. Um, yeah. yeah. You could check I'm, if you wanted and give me an investigation check. I'm a little investigating. Mm, I will. <laughs> oh, but I haven't. Wait. Shit. 23. Why are you rolling? <laughs> <laughs> For fun. I had two. Fifteen. Fifteen? Zero. Okay. Um, you guys kind of search this room, and underneath one of the windowsills, Gorbel, you find some initials. S-I. And then... Sports Illustrated. <laughs> and then three, four, zero. Hmm. should probably write that one down. Three, four, S-I. zero. S-I. Three, four, zero. Well, that... Those have to be my mom's initials. What's your mom's name? Sora. Hermitage. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. She lived here. What does the numbers mean? Could that be a year? What year is it? 380. (laughs) What year? Hmm... I don't know what to make of that. Well, if th- we could get I this think it's stupid probably diary the date. open. I want to look at this book. Okay. See if I can figure out some way to open it. It looks as though the enchantment <laughs> might keep it closed. Look, 
It's enchanted. Stab it I think with the dagger. <laughs> I think someone is trying to draw us to that performance. Why would a poster for a performance be hanging in an alley that smells like piss? This whole thing is just creeping the hell out of me. It's creepy as hell, but I think we might get some answers if we go. Yeah. So that's still on our list. Yeah, I really thought that was going to be the first thing that we bumped, but now it's looking like that's a priority. Yeah. Just so you're aware, I'm only scared, though, because I don't have my powers. I mean, yeah, that's that's I, terrifying. We are weak as fuck right now. Yeah. It was kind of silly for us to just come on in here. Um, should we, like, investigate the other rooms at all? or? How? What time is it and how far are we from it's where that close performance to is? Evening. Um, you don't know exactly where this place is. You'd have to ask around. I think we should probably go hunting for this. Okay. So you guys leave the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you leave the house. Really? Take the poster. I'm give, just going to book it. Give me an investigation <laughs> check. Natural 20. Okay. Good. I think that's just 20. Okay. Yep. Six. All right. So, Herstag, you're actually, like, you find yourself, like, listening in. as You, you guys, like, take off running, and then you're looking around to try to figure out information on how you can find Arfie's alehouse. And then, at one point, you, like, lean up against a house and are just kind of, like, catching your breath from all the running, and you overhear... Two people saying, oh, let's get going to Arfie's. We've got to see the play. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And you see two shapes moving down the, the alley. Did you hear that? Yeah. You did. You did not hear that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea that you would pretend you did. Absolutely. What did I hear? <laughs> yeah, so they said they were going to the ale, ale house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that alehouse with the oh, show. Oh, nice. Let's follow them. That is convenient. That's super convenient. <laughs> right. Holy shit. Let's try to look real casual like we're right. not stalking. Okay, them. don't lose sight. Okay. You guys watch. They're kind of like leaning on each other and kind of like meandering. So they look a little drunk. Um, but you guys follow them at a safe distance. And after a few blocks, they turn into another alley. And you see that they enter this like side building. Uh, there's just an awning. just says A. A H on it. Looks like just says ah. <laughs> Is that the place? You can hear loud voices inside. Sounds like clinking glasses. I think so. You guys go in. Yes. Yeah. You guys enter, and immediately you're met by this big half orc gentleman. What are you? What are you guys here for? We're here for the play. He looks you up and down. He looks her stag up and down. I show him the flyer. Hmm. I see. Fans of the theater, are you? Very cultured. I haven't been to a play before, but I'm really looking forward to it. I think I understand what you mean. He winks at you. (laughs) Back. (laughs) Smile. Well then, right this way, my friends. And he like you. There's a huge like gathering of people like drinking and having like a good time off to here. But he, like, looks around and he, you can see that the wall is covered in, like, like velvet curtains. And he pulls one to the side. Right this way. He winks again. Thank you. Oh, my God. I wink. <laughs> and you guys. Why are you winking so much? In, in, quick, uh-huh. before someone sees. What? Before someone sees, get in. All right, I'm going to rush in. All right. Life. 
You guys both go in? Yes. He It gets immediately dark as he lets it go behind you. Why did we do this? And you guys start <laughs> walking forward and you can see a little light off in the distance. This is not how plays typically work, Herstag. Um, <laughs> did I do something wrong? I feel like you kind of took the lead there. Sorry. Why am I? Why did I do that? Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Let's just, let's go. Let's keep he walking. He winked at me and I winked back. Not all winks are good winks. Oh. There's hood winks. <laughs> Those are real bad. I'll try to remember that. Okay. Be careful. Got my staff right here. In case <laughs> all right. it tries anything. <laughs> Uh, you guys walk forward, and you can hear some like soft muttering. And you guys, you can see a little crook of light. What looks to be another um, velvet curtain that you can push it to the side. Oh my god! Shit! What is are we back going to be here? the performers? <laughs> I was thinking that. That's funny. What do you want to do? I mean, I want to go take a peek. Okay, so you guys, you take a peek, you look through, and you can see there's a gathering of people. Their backs are to you, and there is a stage on the other side. Oh. And there seems like a lot of people in there, like martial types. Uh, they're muttering to each other. You can see that everywhere there's posters kind of posted up, and they all depict tonight being the last night of the play. So did we actually make it to the play? <laughs> um think I think it's going to be on that stage over there but I think maybe we should hang back here yeah just see how this shakes out these guys look tough yeah okay that's a good idea all right so you guys wait a moment and uh, eventually someone steps up on the stage uh, very tough looking gentleman um, looks a little scrappy He's a human. Um, he looks like he's definitely seen his fair share of battle, and he everybody gets kind of... And he stands up. My friends, thank you for attending this uh, auspicious event. And you can hear, like, some chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> down in front. Down in front. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anyway. Thank you all for gathering here. Um, it seems as though this is a, the most packed house we've had. I'm sure you're all very interested in seeing this play. Uh, but of course, we have a few things that we need to discuss beforehand. Personally, I think that it is uh, very nice to see all of you gathered here for such a noble cause. And you can hear like a... Yeah! These are not usually no- noble causes. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are gathered. This is our last event before we take action. As <laughs> I know, I know, Ulrich. It is, it's quite sad, but you'll maybe agree with me that it is necessary. <laughs> oh, Ulrich, everybody starts laughing. Oh. <laughs> Ulrich, but on a more serious note, we have heard the rumors. The council has far outstretched their normal reach, and now they're playing with our lives and the livelihood of the others of this city, the other denizens. They keep some strange 
magical beast imprisoned some sort of bird. And there's rumors that they're even the reason that the young boy king, Gustav, is no longer visible by the public eye. He Fuck hasn't... the council! Fuck the council indeed! Look at me, I am bum! Free hey. Gustav! <laughs> That's a good sign. I like it. Bird mage! <laughs> <laughs> All right, quiet down. Let me say what I have to say and we'll get on with it. All right. Well, we've learned that there is a uh, special connection that some of the prisoners in the dungeons have to those Lions of the Reach. And everybody's like, yeah, Lions of the Reach. And there's one person in particular we've been in contact. We haven't been able to break him out yet, but he he thinks that he has a, a pretty good plan on how we can orchestrate the rest of this. Uh, he is a man named Lufric. Perhaps some of you have heard of him. He is being imprisoned for supposedly throwing a trial by combat so that the, he looks around, lions of the Reach could escape. Well, I just think that's despicable. And now, boo indeed. Boo indeed. Fuck him in the bum. That's it. You, you're a real fan of that phrase, Ulrich. I think I think we should have words after this. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to excuse my brother. He is a bit outspoken, but regardless. Ah, we've got a very special guest here tonight. He is the star of the show. And, <laughs> and he will be the one uh, explaining the plan going forward. So... Without further ado, I present to you Herc Snake Punch. And you, guys, and you guys watch as the massive form of Herc steps out onto the stage, and his eyes kind of look over at the like the assembled masses, and then they look into that little sliver where the where you guys are sitting. He looks right in there, and he smiles. Switching back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice fucking freedom fighters. Hell yeah. OMG. Switching back to Tomar. You have been uh, presented with this task. You see Zyko and his his siblings kind of wrestling around and having fun. Some of the other, you know, he's he's having a good time having being being back. He seems to pretty much enjoy it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him go about his fun until he's had some time and then I'll just wait for him to come to me. Okay. So he spends some time and he eventually sees you kind of off <laughs> off to the side. I just picture you in the window just like <laughs> <laughs> They're all outside. <laughs> um, he, he sees you and so he uh, kind of gets up. Is everything okay, Tuma? You look a little introspective. <laughs> I'm always a little introspective. Damn, I was going for pensive. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to meet my grandma? Yeah, I would like that. All right, let's go. And uh, he uh, he kind of he whistles to his siblings, and they all kind of get up and they follow you guys, and you guys start walking towards the cemetery. Uh, as we're walking, I'm gonna ask him. So I never had the opportunity to talk to you about where you derive your power from. Um, what's up with that? My my power? Yeah, you've shown 
some hint of divine power when we're fighting foes. I, I, Smoochie never taught you that, that's for sure. I, I don't know, it's just sometimes when I see you guys in trouble, and I, like, I just think about how important the the wolves are to me, I just get the sense of, like, I don't know, it's just it's like building fire, and I, I just, I don't know, it just happens. Do you have any faith? Um, I have faith in you, my friends. That's really what keeps me going, just knowing that I'm a, you know, part of a, a great cause and you guys are very important to me. How do you feel about Worker Egg? Um, that was really impressive. That was, uh, I was, I was taken aback. I didn't expect all that to happen. How do you feel about Worker Egg? Well, I feel you, like you should know now how I feel about Worker Egg. I'm just making conversation. <laughs> I feel like... Workrags intertwined in, at least, well, I mean, in our destinies. Um, Seems likely. That that doesn't seem to happen to normal people. Uh, I don't know if you're interested at all, but if you would be, then I could perform a ceremony and make you a conscript of the faith of Workrag. But don't you have to be a dwarf? No. Anyone who's hardworking and fights for good is good in the eyes of Worker Egg. Hmm. Can I think about it? Absolutely. It's, a, um, it's interesting. I'd have to learn a bit. I don't, I don't know if I'd just jump jump with both feet in, but it's, it's definitely something. The, is that what you want me to do? You don't have to do what I want you to do, Zyko. You, you're, you've learned a lot. You've grown a lot. You need to be able to make your own decisions. Oh, okay. And you guys arrive at the statue on the large mound in the cemetery, and you see it depicts a appears to be a very strong-looking warrior woman who's holding a glittering spear. And the spear itself looks like it's been placed there in the stone arms. This is uh, my grandma, Penny. She rescued the village... Um, and, uh, she's my hero. Well, before I met you guys. Your grandpa told me quite a lot about her. She seemed like a hell of a woman. Yes, yes. She, she, uh, she fought the Goblin King and she killed him? My, uh, my mom was a warrior for good and justice, too. Really? Yeah. She ended up dying in a cave, trying to rid it of darkness. Oh, that's sad. I mean, it's... It's just what happens when you are an adventurer. It's kind of uh, like a part of the job, eventually. Like, oh, hmm, yeah. I guess my pants were killed uh, when the village was attacked. I'm sorry about that. Well, it it happens. No, it doesn't just happen. It's not. It's not something to be excused. And I get why. I get more now why you ventured out. And I think they would be really proud of you, Zyko. Really? Yeah, I am. Hmm. And all of the siblings are like, Yeah, we're proud of you too, Zyko. We're proud of you too. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you guys didn't know anything. You're just little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little kid. And he kicks one. <laughs> Falls on the spear. 
<laughs> Oopsie Whoa. daisy. Wait a minute. Oh, we got plenty of other this ones. This is why I used to have 10. Rethinking Psycho's uh, initiation into work, Greg. Has your, has your grandpa ever talked to you about what he wants for you, like plans? He's mentioned he wants me to take over once he's gone. How do you feel about that? Well, before, that's all I wanted. Um, Now I don't know. Now I, it seems like there's a lot bigger things going on. I agree. I talked to him for a while, and he did mention that he wanted me to convince you to stay. Oh. To abandon our quest and just lead the village in his stead. He's oh. getting on in years, and hmm. he's looking to pass a torch, as it were. Hmm. Um, I see. Um, so is that, is that, you gonna talk to me and convince me to stay? No, I'm not gonna do that. You, like I said, part of being grown up, part of being an adventurer, you're a hero, is making tough decisions. Now, you have a lot of responsibility here, and I don't want to hold you back from that responsibility. We do have a looming threat in the whole world, so... I mean, a threat to that is a threat to everyone. Yes. But you are capable, and you could protect these people. But whatever you want to do, you're not beholden to us. You're our friend, and you are a wolf, but you are free to make your own choice, and I, would, I will respect that choice. Hmm. Um. Okay. Um. I guess that's also a lot to think about. Throwing a lot of stuff at me, real quick here. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um. If you don't mind, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna. Um. Be alone here. Uh. And. Uh. Kind of observe the, the statue. If that's. If that's okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll go. Like pray or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And then I go find my fire that I made and try and stoke the flames a little bit. And then I'm going to try again to channel divinity. Okay. While you're preparing to channel divinity, you start like getting wound down and, and getting ready to meditate, I imagine. You feel a hand on your shoulder. <laughs> I turn my head slowly back. You see the face of Mandoran staring at you. you made me pull my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here, Mandoran? He doesn't say anything. He just kind of like tilts his head and smiles. Real question is, why doesn't he come to me? I'm most excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're too eager, Pinlin. I know. Thirsty Off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your game has been, but it seems to be playing out how you wanted it to. He nods and he smiles. He looks like kind of resigned. And then he he still doesn't say anything, but he kind of points his thumb in a direction and then nods his head as if to say, shall we? All right. All right. <laughs> and he, he, looks, he looks back towards the cemetery and he like raises his eyebrows and he shrugs his shoulders and indicates Zyko. 
I don't know what that means. He nods again at him, as if to imply, should we take him? Not right now. And he nods, and he puts his hand on your shoulder, and you feel the air moving around you, and you disappear, and (laughs) you appear on what it seems to be the deck of a ship. What the blue fuck? (laughs) And you feel a lot of wind, and you look around, and you see that you are in an airship, high above the ground. You're taking my dream? (laughs) And you're steering, it seems to be steering towards what what looks like the blood forest. Mandorin is nowhere around you now. What? Who else is on the ship? You don't see anybody at the moment, but we're going to switch back <laughs> real quick. Oh. No. As uh, as you guys, you, Pinwin, and you, um, Willem. Whatever your fucking name is. <laughs> see this group <laughs> gathered around you. All of a sudden, a shadow falls over the village. Yes. And you look up and you see the underside of a massive airship. You can see the billowing sails and and from somewhere up above a rope falls down right in front of you and all the soldiers are like, what? And then you hear from up above, get on idiots! Do I recognize the ship and or the voice? You recognize both, Willem. You've seen this ship before. Sweet. Pinwin? Get Aster and get your asses up there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then you see some of the soldiers starting to draw bows and stuff like, Don't even think about it! We'll shoot you out of the sky! I draw my own bow. I pointed at (laughs) them threateningly. (laughs) Oh shit, he's got a bow! (laughs) (laughs) Park the ship! (laughs) Fire, men! And they... They loose. I'll just roll three. Fuckers. They are obviously too intimidated, so all of their arrows go shy of you, just... <laughs> and uh, the rope is still dangling in front. What do you guys want to do? That's- well, I'm, I'm going to cover Aster and Pinwin as okay. they climb up. All right, you guys start climbing up the rope. I'm going to, like, stop and look back kind of sadly, though, but I don't know. I'll be back, Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to go, Willem? Yeah. Okay, so you climb on, and the minute you touch the rope and grab on, the whole thing, like the airship, rises up, and you guys start slowly climbing up the rope. And um, you guys crest into, like, over the top and climb up onto the deck where you can see a very confused-looking Tomar Iron Fist <laughs> standing there. Tomar! Tomar! And I'll run out of my hug. <laughs> How did you know where to find us? <laughs> I have my ways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, like, look at my body suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gorble and... Uh, God damn it. Gorble and Herstag are in Deepminster. Oh! So are Pinwin's family. Yeah, that's where my family is. We have to save them. And shade home. Looks like we're going to Deepminster. I guess so. Yes. 
It does, in fact, look like we're going to Deepminster, my friends, and sliding down the banister and landing is Vocha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Davin of the Chaos Company. No. Awesome. <laughs> He's like, I missed you guys. Aww. We've been uh, a little busy. Uh, we met some friends of yours, Willem, it seems like. Excellent. They're, they're here too. Um, but uh, we've uh, we've got a, a couple of uh, errands we've got to go. We've got to go to Deepminster. That's our next stop. Um, also, we've got to find some food for this guy. And he points up and you guys hear a... <laughs> And a dragon appears. This black-skinned dragon with bright blue eyes appears right next, like comes out of the cloud coverage. And uh, he uh, kind of looks proudly at it. Uh, this is my dragon. Um, found him. Sorry about that. But uh, you'll get to know him better later. So uh, what do you guys say? Should we, uh, should we head to Deepminster? Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> I, wa- I walk up to him to... You know, lock mm-hmm. arms with him. And so, what's this fellow's name? Well, this right here is Breaththorn. I didn't name him. I allowed Herc to name him, and that's my mistake. But <laughs> <laughs> also to my benefit. See, uh, I guess it doesn't hurt to tell you guys now. Um, I'm from, I'm from a place called Starstrom, and uh, the uh, we got a, a peculiar thing there. But uh, I am. Uh, uh, I'm very happy to uh, have a dragon to ride again. I'll just say it that much. So let's uh, let's head on over to Deepminster and let's uh, rescue the, everybody else. Hark's already there, so I think uh, I think it's gonna be in for a good show. What do you think? I think that sounds excellent. All right, let's go to Deepminster. And you guys hear the like the uh, sails unfurl, and uh, you you guys feel like as the whole ship turns and starts heading in a northeasterly direction. And Willem, as you look up at the like the prow where you can see the, the captain's wheel, you see a very familiar form. A dark-skinned elf woman. Very white hair. And she looks over across the deck at you and she just winks. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Oh, cool. <laughs> There were a lot of winks in this episode. <laughs> Mostly 40, from her stag. <laughs> 40,000 winks. Oh <laughs> Under the sea. Episode. Over the sea. Over the sea. All right. Well. Man, I feel like this arc should be called, like, Sweet Satisfaction. <laughs> holy the shit. adventure arc. Zyko might be the leader of his village now. Damn. Man, you Man. super left him. I, I didn't mean, know Mandorin was yeah. going to space suck me away. Space wise. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, all right. Was, so, fuck. This is 2,000 <laughs> two experience to you all. I'm happy I'm painting a black dragon right now. <laughs> Sick. How much experience? 2,000. 6,000? 2,000. What else do you guys deserve experience for? Offering to give that man. The life juice. Something I didn't anticipate. Uh, yeah, you can have 100 experience for that. For doing all the reading. <laughs> <laughs> you can have 100 experience. For getting a divine intervention off. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, 50 experience. Saving Aster. Well, combined, you guys can each yeah, have 50. Yeah, together. Yeah. For doing a lot of uh, spelunking in that house, Willem, an extra 50 for you. 
I think Tomar <coughs> should get just like another dump truck for like all of the like dialogue and yeah, that was that was really good. We'll give you an extra one hundred Tomar for keeping us grounded and making it not so silly. There was a fuck ton of like long shots. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. There was a lot that of would, Qu- that would, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of Tarantino dialogue <laughs> scenes with that one. I also liked uh, Gorbel and Herstag's goofy scared yeah, Just, oh, just yeah. the way you guys interacted, too. you guys could each have a hundred because it made me laugh. And really I hard. really loved Pinwin and Aster's interactions. So. Yes. Another hundred for you. I kind of feel like you guys are twisting us being afraid into like a funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it very was Scooby-Doo. Terrifying. It was very Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy. You're obviously Scooby. Herstag. <laughs> well, well <laughs> oh man alright so I think it's time for tonight's MVPC Ooh. that is the most valuable player character you guys vote for who deserves an extra 500 experience points so think about what happened in this episode it was split up but you know Maybe somebody really set themselves apart. And uh, yeah, let's uh, give you a few seconds to think about it and then we'll vote. Willem is one, Tomar's two, Herseg is three, Pinwin is four, and Gorble is five. Is everyone ready? Mm -hmm. All right. One, two, three, vote. All right. We've got three votes for Tomar. One vote for Willem and one vote for Gorbel. Tomar, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Um, good role playing, and I think she also pieced together stuff in her house really well mm-hmm. and figuring it out on her own, even though she can't read. <laughs> so allegedly, her eyes are allegedly. Tired. <laughs> I damaged my eyes. In <laughs> All right, cool. Um. Herstag, why'd you vote for Willem? I just really liked his whole like investigating mm-hmm. scene there. It was just cool. And I, I liked how he was he always knew like exactly what he wanted to do next. It was just <laughs> really cool to me. So very methodical. Yeah. Ooh, I almost called you Lewin. <laughs> Pinwin, why'd you vote for Tomar? Um, just that yeah, that talk with um the grandpa and um, him being willing to give that vial to him even though we probably might need that later or something like I don't know it was just really emotional and sweet and cool why'd you vote for Tomar Gorbel I enjoyed all the dialogue that was great but I appreciated that Tomar did not shove his religion on Psycho and kind of backed off a little bit and gave him the choice. And I also like that he didn't like say like, yes, we're taking him with because mm-hmm. he appreciates that there could be some important stuff for Psycho to take care of. Tomar's woke now. <laughs> Tomar was just it's like 380 guys get woke. He was more respectful than than I would have <laughs> expected of him. Willem, why'd you vote for Tomar? All of that and because I can't vote for myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, he did all the heavy heavy lifting again. 
per usual dialogue wise with uh, important NPCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I actually I really did like that he let Zyko know about the choices that he had and wanted him to realize he doesn't have to uh, feel like he needs to please us, please mm-hmm. Tomar or please anybody in the in the wolves group mm-hmm. and that he's his own man now and he can make his own decisions. And I thought that was cool. Very nice. Well, you know what that means? It means tonight's MVPC is Tomar Ironfist. Take your 500 experience points and have... Stick them up a year. Stick them up a year. A better lyrical selection. (laughs) Got a chainsaw. What? 500 experience. What? We and if my day keeps going this way, I just might roll some dice tonight. Oh. Uh, all right. I <laughs> know. Are, I hated it, too. We are um, Limp uh, Syndicate. Hey! Oh. Mm, yeah. I, hate I hate us. So come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. Check out our Patreon. Check out our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter. Uh, anywhere we have social media, please like and subscribe. And thanks for listening more than anything else. We'll see you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth. And this is the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Bye. Monster! Keep rolling, rolling, rolling dice. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> Damn it.